It's episode 118 of Here to Thrive. If you're new here, welcome. I'm the host, Kate. Today I'm talking inspiration versus motivation and the differences that I perceive between those two types of motivation. You could call it internal versus external motivation or intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation. We'll talk it through on the podcast. But my intention is to discuss this very subtle difference, but talk about how powerful it can be when we apply it to our lives. And then I'm going to run you through three ways you can tap into the sense of intrinsic motivation in your life so that you can feel a greater sense of ease and fulfillment. So stay tuned. Welcome to Here to Thrive. I'm your host, Kate Snowwise. This is a podcast for people who are ready to step up and live a happier life. It's for those of us who are dedicated to understanding ourselves and getting the best that we can out of this thing called life. It's a mix of psychology and modern spiritual thought, always with a focus on practical advice so that you can take it back and apply it to your own life. I don't believe we're here to merely survive. I truly believe we're here to thrive. So let's get going. Quick announcement, people. If you happen to work in the people industry, if you manage people, if you are a leader in an organization, I am going to be speaking at the Culture First Conference at the very end of July in San Francisco. Come along and support me. I'm going to be talking about resilience and how we can get a jump on the pressure we experience in life. There are some insane speakers in this lineup, including Simon Sinek and Esther Perel. So if you can convince your boss you need to be there, let me just tell you with all the brightest and best when it comes to people and organizations. So if you want an amazing, phenomenal discount code, you can do two things. You can find me on LinkedIn and send me a message. So it's Kate Snowwise, and I will send you back a discount code for 40% off the ticket price. Or you can email me via my website, go to thrive.how and you will find a contact form. And if you do happen to go, come and speak to me, please, and tell me you're a Here to Thrive listener. That will be so epic. I have referenced Simon Sinek's work on the podcast before when I talk about uncovering your personal why. So that's all the way back at episode 54 if you want to go and take a listen. But for right now, we're talking inspiration versus motivation. What's the difference between these two? And how can I help you come to a point where you share my understanding of this differentiation? Like I mentioned in the introduction, many people use these words interchangeably, motivation and inspiration. You feel motivated to act or inspired to act, right? Much the same thing. I think there are some differences that are really important. In psychology, we talk about extrinsic versus intrinsic motivation, with extrinsic motivation being the thing that lines up with my beliefs around the word motivation and intrinsic marrying up with what I see more as inspiration. Motivation arises from outside of us, whereas I believe inspiration comes from within us. 
motivation has external rewards attached to it, where inspiration relies on internal rewards, that sense of joy we get internally. Now, inspiration comes from the word inspirare. I didn't speak Latin at school, never learned it, totally just Google netted this. So if I butchered that, all you beautiful Latin speaking people out there, I am so sorry. But that word means in spirit. So inspiration's root means in spirit. It comes from our being, or you could say our soul. One of the best ways I have seen to separate these two ideas, motivation versus inspiration, is the idea of a pull versus a driving force. So motivation can be thought of as a pulling force. So if we're thinking about a car, it's like a car that is dragging or pulling or towing something behind it. We are being pulled forward by something else. Whereas inspiration is like a driving force. It's like we have the engine inside of us. So when we are motivated, we're aiming for the reward or to avoid punishment. We're focused on the outcome. Whereas inspiration, as I mentioned before, is for its own sake. We're doing it for the joy or the personal payoff that we get. Inspired action is driving you. Now, let me use myself as an example. This is a recent example in my own life. So I've sucked at cleaning or keeping a tidy house for the last, shall we just say forever. And I used to do a fairly okay job because I knew how much my husband appreciated it. And I really wanted to show him through acts of service, check out the five love languages, one of his is acts of service, that, that sounds kind of uh, creepy patronizing in this context, but just look up five love languages. It'll make sense. But I knew how much it meant to him to come home to a clean house after a stressful day. So I would try really hard, but it was out of a desire to keep him happy. When he would go away, I would literally let the house get into a total disaster. That's another whole story. Now, our old routine used to be that my husband would call me on his way home from work. I trained him to do that. And I would scurry around the house in that half hour, picking up as much of the mess as I possibly could that I'd been making all day. That is a perfect example of how I have functioned up until relatively recently. And it's a prime example of having an external motivation for my actions of cleaning up. Recently, however... I had an internal shift. I just want to reassure you that they can happen, people. And I started to personally find that I was happier, felt more in control when I stayed on top of the house. It was giving me a sense of internal joy when the house was tidy. This included, for me, staying on top of the laundry so that I didn't end up with piles of laundry at the end of the week, making sure the kitchen bench was pretty much always clean, and making sure the dishes were always in the dishwasher. So that means, obviously, unpacking the dishwasher if it was clean. What was interesting is that this shift of me being much more on top of everything in our house had nothing to do with my 
husband approving of it anymore. And don't get me wrong, my husband is amazing around the house. And let's be honest, he has been doing the lion's share of all our housework for the past 10 years. But I was no longer driven by his desire to live in a tidy house. It became my own desire. Because of this shift, it now seems infinitely easier to keep on top of the house. In fact, I'm completely entertained that it took me so long to find intrinsic motivation out of doing so. But the crucial shift here that changed my behavior was that I was no longer motivated to keep a clean house. Rather, I was feeling inspired to keep a clean house. So what you find when you're working from inspiration is that you feel energized and excited internally, then that helps you move towards the things you want to do. When you're motivated, on the other hand, you're more likely to be relying on willpower and determination. Inspiration is more passion-driven. Motivation is more perseverance-focused. Don't get me wrong, both have their place. But when you do things that you're inspired to do, you are likely to feel this greater sense of flow and be less worried about the outcome and more content with enjoying the process. Another great example I have was the difference between me studying law and psychology. So if you've heard my story before, you'll know that when I first went to college, I studied law, got through the initial year, which was required before I could actually get permitted into law school, only to flunk out. Now, in truth... I found law completely boring. I had no personal interest in the subject and I was simply studying law because I wanted the accolades at the end. I was relying 100% on motivation and an external goal. When I switched to psychology, however, I became inspired. I was fascinated by psychology and regardless of if I had an exam or not I wanted to learn more about the topic it was the first time in my life that I had ever sat down and was super happy to study because I was learning about something that I found deeply interesting I was fascinated and wanted to know more well you know the end of that story I'm still here completely fascinated by psychology intrinsic motivation inspired action So what does this mean for you, your own motivation, and how you can get things done in the world? Sometimes motivation can be your friend. For tasks that need to be done that you don't find particularly inspiring, setting external rewards or external goals can really help. For example, my seven-year-old doesn't like homework one little bit, so we motivate him through external rewards. I can't make him love writing, But there is a chance that with practice and mastery that comes from doing it more and more, that he'll grow to love it in a way that he doesn't yet. Then again, he may never feel inspired to write, but in order for him to get through his schooling successfully, he just has to. He has to master this. So it's something that I feel okay using external motivation to get him working towards. Maybe an external goal is a reward you're willing to work for and it will motivate you to do the work to receive that reward. It could be the satisfaction of running a marathon that will motivate you to do the training or the promise of being able to say you have a qualification that helps you persist through your schooling. Now, none of that is bad, right? We're achieving things that we need to achieve. 
but a life where you can align with the things that inspire you just feels better in the long run. And that's the payoff. It feels easier. It feels more in flow. And you have that greater sense of personal alignment. This is exactly why it is better to study something that actually interests you. Choose a career that you find internally inspiring and pursue goals that you know you'll love the journey on as much as when you get to the destination. This is an essential element to fulfillment rather than simply chasing happiness or the next high hit. So how can you live a more inspired life? I have three points that I want to share with you. First of all, know your values. Now, I have the personal values kit available online at my site. You can head to thrive.how forward slash shop and find a resource kit there to download to help you uncover your core values if you feel like you're not 100% sure what these are. Rather than put advertising on the show, I'd rather you support the show in ways like that. But I'm getting off topic now. Values are a crucial part of the work I do. When you know your values, you know what the driving forces are for you in life. You know your own psychological needs or what I call the keys to your personal fulfillment. These are the very definition of intrinsic motivators. So you can learn a little bit more about me. My current set of personal values includes family, well-being, personal growth, contribution, and excellence. Those are guiding values for me. Through knowing what I value, I can turn towards the things that matter most to me and use that as an intrinsic motivator. When I am aligned with those things, that is when I feel most in flow. That is when I feel inspired to move towards action. If I can see a link with my personal values, then I know it matters to me and that there is an internal payoff. So the first thing you can do to live a more inspired life is to know your personal values, understand your psychological needs. The second thing you can do is ask yourself, what am I passionate about? What would you do if there was no reward attached? What do you love to do? Now, I know that finding your passion is loaded with connotations, especially in today's self-help world. So please don't scream at the podcast, I don't know what I'm passionate about. That is totally fine, but turn towards the things that interest you. It's really powerful to consider what you naturally feel drawn towards or interested in and look for ways you can incorporate more of those things in your days. Going back to the previous example, I wasn't passionate about law. I wasn't interested in law. I didn't love the content for the content's sake. I was interested in the outcome. I was studying law for an external reward. When I didn't feel inspired towards that, it's a little wonder that I didn't make it through. I know that if I had kept on that path, I would have been an internally unhappy human. I would have been that woman that was perpetually chasing the next external goal, looking for my next hit of happiness. Now, I want to say that if that happens to be you, if you feel like you're the person that has been chasing external goals your whole life, 
looking for this sense of fulfillment and constantly feeling dissatisfied that every time you reach another goal, it never quite comes through. You are so not alone. So many of my coaching clients come to me feeling this way, and it's often highly successful people who, by all outward measures, are doing great. But it's this internal measure that they have this internal sense of unease or unhappiness or that feeling of, is this really all there is? Our culture actually encourages us to chase external rewards and promises that that's going to be the path to everlasting joy. And then we do all the things like go to law school and are confused as if as to why we feel half dead on the inside 15 years later. And that is because you're not living connected to your personal inspiration or your driving force. Staying motivated is exhausting. So come back to asking these questions. What is it that enlivens me? What is it that fills you up? What is it that re-energizes your spirit? And include more inspiration in your life and you will start to notice a difference. So number two, ask yourself, what am I passionate about? What do I love to do? The third point I have for how you can live a more inspired life Use motivation at the start. So for example, use willpower and an external goal until you actually feel an internal payoff and start to make the switch to inspired action. Me and my house cleaning example, that's like this. I was motivated by an external reward for 10 years and there has been a switch now to that internal payoff for me. Don't get me wrong, this doesn't happen for everyone and it won't happen for you in every circumstance, but I have seen it happen frequently enough to know that it's worth giving a go. I know more than one person who has done a half marathon after never having been a runner. They've used that goal as motivation and then after training and completing the half actually went on to maintain a running habit. Hmm, perfect example. What is going on there? It's a case of external motivation starting a behavior and then an intrinsic driver beginning to develop and take hold. So motivation turns into inspiration. Although they didn't start out finding running internally satisfying, after doing it for long enough, that changed and the internal reward started to become a driving force. If there is something that you want to do but don't feel all that inspired by let's say working out, then maybe starting with an external goal is a good place to begin and then see how you go. So the third idea, start with motivation, start with an external motivator and then see how you go once you've developed a sense of mastery and got over that hump, whether it turns into more of inspired payoff. So in conclusion, I've really wanted to highlight the difference between inspiration and motivation and talk to you about how you can live more of an inspired life. I see inspiration and motivation as very different things that are very closely tied with the psychological concepts of intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. When we're inspired, we're driven by our internal drivers, our being, or even our soul, if you want to call it that. 
When we are motivated, on the other hand, we are driven by external rewards or a goal. The problem with spending your whole life working in the realm of motivation is that when you get to the next target, you'll always need to immediately have something new to aspire to, and it can leave you feeling empty or unfulfilled on the inside. The benefit of inspiration is the sense of aliveness and energy it creates, the internal experience you feel. The three ways that you can foster more inspiration in your life is to know what your greatest personal needs are, know your values. These values are personally meaningful to you and you're going to feel more fulfilled when you create a life that aligns with them. Number two was identify the things you love. This may be a passion like psychology is for me, or it could be the things that give you joy with no particular payoff. Do more of the things that bring you joy. And the final element, even if you don't feel inspired, but you really want to about something, start with motivation. And you may just find that at some point you make that magical shift into finding a behavior or action internally rewarding. Thanks for tuning in for another week with me. The next guest episode week after next is with Kate Northrup. And we're talking about her latest book, Do Less, and how we can do less and put away crazy busy. Subscribe now so you don't miss it. If you've enjoyed Here to Thrive to this point, it would mean so much if you could write a review. You might have to research Here to Thrive in iTunes if you're already subscribed and click on the podcast again to see the review tab. But that really does mean so much to us because this is a labor of love. It is knowing how the podcast is impacting your life that really keeps us moving forward. Till next time, everyone, keep thriving.